Hey sis, let's talk biz. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. I put out a little Q&A on my Instagram yesterday and I said, ask me a question. Let me know what topic you want me to talk about or feel free to ask questions. And I actually picked one of them because I feel like this is a whole mini episode in itself. And the question was lessons learned from failures. Now, if you know me, I don't believe in failure. I truly don't. It is like a core belief of mine that failure doesn't exist. And I think that's why I just keep going and why I keep trying. I feel like it's just my way of learning. That's the way I've always looked at it. So if I'm not actually afraid of it, how can I have a fear of failing? I think that's why I try something again and again and again. And I've always done that in life, not just in business, in everything. And it's how I end up where I am today. So I'm going to answer this question in regards to business. And then I'm going to give you a little mini pep talk at the end. Okay. So let's go. Let's talk about in inverted commas, failures. And I'm going to call them lessons learned instead of failures, because that's what I believe they are. So number one for me, I had to actually think back to this because I don't truly believe in it as failures. I had to actually go back through my businesses and think about it. And I guess, of course, there's so many things that didn't work out and go to plan, but I didn't really dwell on them enough for them to be a big deal. It was like, okay, well, that didn't work out how I wanted it to. (laughs) Let's keep going. What can I do next? So I had to really think about this, but there were some big ones that really stuck with me. And these are ones that I would have done different if I could go back. So number one lesson learned is taking investment and putting it into plugging holes in the business. So I've had a lot of businesses in my time and I had a business that was very successful and we were in partnership, very successful, grew so quickly. We were brand new to business. We didn't know a lot about it, especially not at this level and this type of growth. So we had a lot of investment opportunities thrown at us. And we took investment and we used it towards continuing to grow the business, but also paying, you know, as you open more and more and more stores, debts and crew. And then we use money for that as well as other things for growing the business. I would never again take investment and use it for anything other than growth, expansion and investing. That's what it's there for. I would never again use it for any no bills, no debts outstanding in the business, which we've done before. Surprise, surprise, it didn't work out how we wanted it to because the investment should be there to multiply your business and you can't multiply it when it's not being used that way. So we we thought it was the smartest way at the time. We thought clear it all, clean slate, we can grow from here, but we just didn't know better and now I do. So I would do that differently in future. Another thing that I would consider a learning process is doing things purely for my own love and I you know, just for my own love and joy and not taking into account other important factors. And yes, I always encourage people to start a business you're obsessed with, but you also need to do the research and check it for viability as well. And this, how could this be, be done better? How could I be reaching a different audience more effectively? Am I targeting the wrong audience? Is my messaging wrong for my audience? We, meaning my business partners and I at the time, we started a food business. We were obsessed with the idea. The food was incredible stunning visually, went off on Instagram, amazing chef. The staff were absolutely incredible. People came just for the staff. Shout out to Dimmy. Um, All the right things. Beautiful idea, great staff, great food, wrong location. And that was a very selfish choice because we were so obsessed with it ourselves because we wanted it for ourselves. We put it in a location that was very convenient to us. 
we didn't move with the times. We didn't realize this area we were in was no longer popping off like it was a few years earlier and it should have gone in a, in another location and the outcome could have been very different. So yes, do things that you're obsessed with yourself, but just check the surroundings. So in my case, it was a physical store, but if it was something like a fashion label or a beauty brand, or if you've created something because you know you're obsessed with the idea, you love it, you're already sold on it, that's great. But make sure you're validating it with your target audience and seeing where you can make it hit the right market. So is that selling it in a different way, a different platform? Does it need to be seen and felt in real life or is online fine? Is the messaging or the branding wrong for your target audience? Don't just make it for yourself unless you know there are others out there just like yourself. Another learning process is losing sight of your brand and brand in capitals. I am so passionate about brand, which is not branding, very different things. What makes your brand special? What gives it its heart and its soul? And this can be lost when a brand grows or when outside partners or investors come in or when you get so busy because your brand just pops off from the start. But brand and community go hand in hand and are the most important factors in a successful business, in my opinion. These are two areas that I will now always put at the top of my priority list and keep revisiting these areas again and again and again because they'll evolve you'll probably need to tweak and change as you grow and that's fine and it's even necessary, but just don't let them slip. So don't think because you've got brand covered at the beginning, you did some work on it when you launched, don't avoid making it a priority and do regular audits and check in on your brand values. Just check back and make sure you're in line with your brand values, how you're serving your community, all the things that make your brand and you different different to another duplicate product out there, or you'll lose your customer to that duplicate because they have no loyalty to you. They have no reason to stay. And loyalty comes from everything other than the actual product or service itself. So it's important to remember that. Another learning is always make creative time. Always allow time for innovation and for the fun side of business because this is where all the magic happens. When you're starting a business, you notice that this is usually where you have the most impact and you can get so caught up in wearing all the hats, all the day-to-day running, especially if your business goes a little bit crazy at the beginning and you're super super busy, that you forget to keep innovating and creating and coming up with the next idea. And that doesn't necessarily mean the next product or service offering. It could mean the next big idea and how to nurture your customers, the next big idea, how to delight and surprise them, how to deliver your marketing differently, how to do in-person events differently, anything. It could be anything, but just make time for creative and how to do that. Well, I've heard two people who I really admire. One of them is Dean Graziosi and one of them is Napoleon Hill. And I have read both their books, love their work, listen to Dean on podcasts. Both of them, I have heard them talk about carving out 30 minutes a day for various reasons. They have different reasons for it, but carving out 30 minutes a day to sit and just think. How true is it that when you're in the shower, for example, so long as you don't have a podcast or music or audible or something like that happening, when you're in the shower and you're just with your own thoughts, you come up with the most magic ideas. And there's a reason for that. It's because you're not distracted. It's where you actually think and process things in your own mind. Your mind actually gets to run free. So that's where the magic happens. So make a practice of actually carving out 30 minutes a day to just think, to let yourself be in your own mind and think and plan and plot. I talked about this in a dedicated episode earlier, a podcast episode, but you need to make space for your own thoughts too. And it's getting harder to do now with so much 
consumption happening all the time. But if you're consciously making the effort to carve out the time as part of your daily routine, it will make it a little bit easier. So I just want to finish up little pep talk here. Like I said at the beginning, I truly don't believe in failure. And that's probably a big part of why I keep going and why I'm, I'm not scared of failure because I don't believe in it. I believe everything in life is me learning it. And sometimes I get the result I want. Sometimes it doesn't go to plan. So now I know how to do better or do different next time. It's like if you have a child and they're learning to walk and they fell over and we said, oh, no, 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 you just stay down. Don't try that again because you failed. You don't need to hop up and try again. Just stay. We already know it's how they learn. They try, doesn't work. They get up, they try again. They aren't afraid of failing. They know the only way to actually learn how to walk is to keep trying, right? But at some point in life, as we get older, we become fearful of judgment, fearful of disappointing ourselves or others, or even fearful of losing. And what I would love you to do next time you're scared of trying and failing something is first of all, talk really kindly to yourself and be your own hype girl. Actually be really proud of yourself that you're trying to do something new. Understand going into it that there's no guarantees for you. That's okay. However, it turns out, just be proud of yourself. And if that became your core belief that you go into something going, girl, whatever happens, I'm proud of you before we even start, just like you do with your children if you're a mother. If you have children and they're going to run a race at school and you always say to them, regardless of the outcome, I am proud of you. Regardless of how you do in your school assignment, you gave it your best effort, I'm proud of you. This is how you should be talking to yourself. Regardless of the outcome of this, I am fucking proud of you because you tried and we're going to either get a lesson from it or we're going to celebrate at the end. But either way, we're winning because we're a step further than what we were before we started this thing. So let that become your core belief and then you will not ever be afraid of failure ever. Done. Finished for good. And I will leave you with that. Now, I don't do ads or anything like that in my podcast, as you know, but what I do talk, do a little bit at the end, so bear with me, I talk about what I've got currently going on in my world at the moment and that is Candyland. And I'm not going to tell you much about it because it's a little bit of a secret mission and I'm on a mission to really empower women to really create a community feel. So this is for not just business women. This is for anyone who wants to grow, who wants to do self-development. They want to dive in. They want to become more confident. They want to exercise more self-trust in their life. They want healthier habits. They want to connect with other women and create their own girl gang and find their new besties who have similar interests as well as combining it with business. So we're going to also learn some really important tools in business. So you're going to get tools, resources, community, the works in this offer and it's a weekly membership. It's called Candyland. Go to my website, candycamp.com.au. Go to the search bar because you can't even find it anywhere on the website unless you go to the search bar. Type in Candyland or go to my Instagram page, which is Candy Camp Coaching, and look up the Candyland highlights. There's little, little dribbles of information, a few little crumbs there, and you can find out. I have 50 foundation memberships available at a very low price of $18.75 per week. Once those 50 memberships are gone, they're gone. And I'm about halfway full on those before even telling anyone what it's about. And when you find out what it's about, I promise you're going to have FOMO if you're not in it. So go visit, go check it out. And I will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye.